Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch. Hi, I didn't know if you were going to include the new music. That was very funny. (laughs) It's like penis music. You know penis music? It's like... I don't know what penis music is. Like corn music. Gonna, it's penis music. I'm, I'm, penis music. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna move. We're gonna, <laughs> no subtleties in that at all. You know penis music, right? It's, it's corn. <laughs> and, and it's, I'm also it's, it's its own fight. Already talking. Hello, my beautiful penis. I mean, let's talk about porn music. Really early into the episode, like we didn't even really get past the intro. I'm sorry. So, it's okay. Sometimes, sometimes shit happens like that. Mike was the one who sprung the the new intro music. I forgot. No, she knew about the new intro music. I was springing it on you to see your reaction, but she just, the moment she started doubling over in laughter, I'm like, wow, she hasn't gotten over it after a week. So that's Dude, really I fun. thought that's you gotten I... over it. Yeah, yeah, like, get over it. <laughs> get I over honestly thought intro. you were kidding. <laughs> Is it just like a button? No, it was a mistake. It was uh, literally because last week the soundboard broke, and when you go into Audacity, you have to um, you have to change everything from stereo to mono to make it fit the to fit Audacity to save. So I just did that, and then the music was way up pitched, and I just sent it out like that, and I got like like two or three people messaged me were like that techno thing was crazy. It was awesome. I loved it, and so like that was my reaction from my audience. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. That creation was not intentional. That was like you 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 goofed and actually fucked up our intro and turned it into that weird techno remix. Yes, that's exactly what happened. I thought yeah. that was DJ I honestly thought that was DJ Minimal effort taking our intro from being an, like an eight bit style intro to a sixteen bit style intro. <laughs> no, it was literally just converting that file from stereo to mono. That's exactly that's all I did. And also the so listeners got to hear it before I did. What the fuck? <laughs> No, I, I was I was trying to get a hold of you. I was trying to get a hold of you that that Wednesday, but like uh, I just like it, 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 so much stuff was going on that I forgot that I didn't find you. And I know you don't listen back to the show, so I was just like, "Fuck!" I'll just he'll hear it next week, and he'll we'll just we'll just roll with it from there. And then I like it. What do you think, El? Uh, I mean, I thought it was like a real composition. I thought, I mean, because it is, but I thought like somebody intentionally did that. So it's yeah, it was funny. I like it. It was pretty pumping. I was just like, it feels a little longer than it needed to be. But if it was like all pitched and shifted or whatever, maybe it was just like throwing off my sense of the, the timing of it. But yeah, I don't know. I guess it's, it's up to the listener, right? Yeah. If, if, if the listener cries out for more of the previous uh, intro... Uh, then so be it. Did you did you reach out to DJ Minimal Effort? Were you just like, hey, look at what I accidentally did to your song? Oh, I I, I, I sent him a message, but he did not respond to me because that is his existence. He is an incredibly he's, he's hard... being an incredible producer to the stars. Yes. Linux song, I like it. Yeah. yeah, it'd be great. That that's why that's why we always just claim that DJ Minimal Effort has no social media because it turns out that DJ Minimal Effort is Timbaland. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I bet. I bet. Like I was smoking butts outside of a bar. He just happened to be there. We became friends. I was like, "Hey, I've got this podcast." <laughs> as you do, as one does. Yes. Incredible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, it, it was certainly. A, it was certainly a fun little surprise uh, there for the beginning of the show. And uh, the, again, what 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 are the highlights of it that I get to enjoy and Mike gets to enjoy, but the listener does not? 
was just watching Haley immediately start cracking up and just silently start laughing in her chair. Yeah. Dude, I was just chilling, and then it was like bang right in my ears, and I kind of forgot about that song. Also, I thought it was an accident. I thought it was. <clears throat> I thought it was like a button, just a random button that you it, pushed. It, I didn't know you did your accidental remix, which is very funny. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was an it was an accident, but I just saved the accident. So That's now great. I, I, like I, it a lot. I have I have both the original and the remix on our soundboard. So yeah, it exists. Nice. Listeners I vote. Accidentally pitch shifted so it sounds like ska or punk or something. <laughs> be great. Yeah, I don't know how I did it. I actually, I actually hit this button. It turned into the ska. <laughs> did, did you actually work really hard on that mic? And you don't want to tell us the truth. Absolutely not. I mean, like, <laughs> no, my, my, Mike knows that if he ever got to the point where he like start producing music, that I would start rapping over it. Yes, absolutely. That was the, that was the original dream because because L's got bars. L yeah. L, 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 L is a wordsmith. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it is one of my secret talents. Yes. Um, listeners, please tell us if you like the new song or the old song. We value your opinion, yeah. and we love you. All of these things. are true. <laughs> Asterisk. I mean, we yeah, we unless value, you're a dick. We value your opinion, asterisk, and we love you. The love is unconditional because you're supporting us. But whether or not we respect your opinion, I mean, I don't know you like that. Like, I'm going to need to know your opinions. <laughs> Do you think The Office US is funny? That is where we're going to start. You will determine. Like, I will. Our our level of interaction will determine. Will be determined based on your like. I'm going to I'm going to hit you one of those. Bam. <laughs> Do you enjoy It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Y slash M. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, as somebody on one of my Facebook groups was trying to like bait some, you know, everybody Everybody was being real goofy and just trying to be like, uh, the, the meme was going around. I'm not going to try to start any drama, but. And then they would like put out one of their supposedly hot takes or whatever. And there were a couple that I wanted to get in there with. And I was just like, I don't know, man, this might start an actual argument. I think people might fight me over this. Because <laughs> some people are really sensitive. Uh, just ask that guy who did that like weird uh, Taylor Swift animation. Uh, that guy is getting like digitally hunted down like a dog by Swifties, and he knew it was going to happen too. And and a bunch of other content creators knew as soon as he dropped that. God, I wish I could remember his name right now. But a bunch of other content creators, as soon as he did it, were just like, "Wow, fucking bold, bold <laughs> choice there, champ." I mean, let's see how it works out for you. And uh, the answer was not great. Those people are. I, and again, I feel like we need to like it's cool that we've advanced our civilization to be more tolerant in general about stuff or whatever but we need to move the pendulum back to the point where we can start to criticize all these dumb fucks because it's just it's like a fucking musician man calm down like what, what are you doing like i mean don't let don't let your fandom of anything determine who you are as a person that's fucked up and i think i should be able to point at you and just be like hey it's fucked up get something besides a hobby <laughs> it's like we 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 we've, we've developed this culture where I feel like I don't know. Uh, everyone's just like, oh, this Swifty, this this are crazy. They're doxing this guy. That's that's crazy. And even the people who are just like, that's bad, are like, that's crazy, and they shouldn't be doing it. That's crazy. Well, you're attacking our be- fans that dedicate their entire lives to Hell World, and you know that's just real. If those people exist, I feel like <laughs> I should have more money than I do. Yeah, <laughs> Taylor Swift but- acts like she has a lot of money because she does. <laughs> Oh, uh, I, I I have been enjoying watching people in QAnon freaking out about Taylor Swift because they don't understand that the snake iconography in her like concerts is because of like what happened with her and like Kim Kardashian and being called a snake and all that. And 
they're just like, oh, look at this Luciferian Jezebel and her evil snake platform as she performs her Luciferian rituals upon her unsuspecting audience. And I just I just want to know when these Luciferian rituals are going to pay off and Taylor Swift can actually kill God and, and ascend to the, the celestial throne. And also, like, I recognize that Taylor Swift is really talented. She's got a lot of songs that I, like, am happy to bop my head to if, like, they come on when I'm in the car or whatever, but... I don't feel she's got no devil charisma powers over me. I mean, she's got like a demographic and she's incredibly potent in that demo. But like, I feel like the devil, whatever the devil had going would be hooking me as well. I feel like I would just be like, oh, I can't help but be charmed by this devil. Oh, that's Taylor Swift is attractive and talented and successful and rich and all of that stuff. And I'm still not devil attracted to her. Like, I'm not just like, I got to have it. I was closer to Devil Attracted to uh, what's her face who, who 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 played who played Lady Devil in that movie Bedazzled. I can't remember her name right now. Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley, dude. Elizabeth Hurley had more Devil charisma. I was just, I mean, at that time it, with the amount of hormones in my twelve year old body or whatever, I was just like, yeah, Devil Elizabeth Hurley, stop drilling. You have hit oil. I'll yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is unconditional. I don't care. You want me to stack bodies like cordwood? I will. For like, tw- for, for like 12 to 16 months there in like 1996 to 1997 she was like the hottest woman on earth it was crazy. yes <laughs> anyway yeah i just don't well, get i don't get people how people can get so rowdy over a thing it's so weird uh but you know what do i know yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just a guy who's a fan of a lot of stuff without being a weird dick about it so. yeah <laughs> kind of my bona fide days right anyway let's get into our emissibushi it's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse bouche. Wow, no weird pitch shifted, fucking uh, frosty to you know <laughs> really, really keep throwing me off my game. It's time for the amuse bouche. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I'll 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 two x frosty for next week, so he just sounds like the chipmunks. <laughs> we'll just, just or just go. a little way down, so it sounds like he's fucking on scissor. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> first boost topic of the week it's good news actually for once and uh something that uh, nobody could have seen coming except for everybody uh true social is in some dire financial straits mike what's going on with true social this week uh reports have come out that donald trump has invested a lot a lot of money in the truth social and it's not working out very well uh the platform is over 70 million dollars in the hole as a result of being a colossal failure that only attracts uh QAnon and other right-wing shitbags. But that can't be true. Donald Trump is such a savvy businessman. He's never had a failed business in his whole life. <laughs> yes, this is And very- the platform is so good and it works great and it doesn't suck. Yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah, just like, just like the platforms that are lifting up Ron DeSantis in his incredibly successful pre- presidential campaign. <laughs> Yes, the platforms of Ron DeSantis, his beautiful shoes, his, his, his fucking Frankenstein esque shoes. Yeah, I, I truly, I, I truly love the fact that um, so many, so much of our media is d- dedicated to like kneecapping Republicans who are going against Trump because our media loves Trump and wants to keep promoting him. So like NBC News like posted this video and they were like, here's Republicans talking to each other during a commercial break during the debate. And just is like walking off stage and he stumbles because he's walking in his elevator shoes and he can't handle steps while he's in those ridiculous boots of his. It's just, I mean, dude, you're like 
you're a little short. Own it. Just be like, hey, man, I'm like 5'9". What of it? What of it, bro? Come at me. I mean, just like when you're so aggressively self-conscious about that, that you can't help yourself and you have to wear these ridiculous, impossible to walk in outfit shoes. It's just, oh, my God, it's ridiculous. God, Trump's mind control works on us. We were literally mocking him for losing $70 million on truth, and we pivoted to DeSantis. Maybe Trump actually is the devil. Maybe he's got the one who has the devil power to make his will manifest. Hey, who am, if I make a if I make a pithy little zigger about a man's platform shoes and you decide to take that football and roll with it, who am I to stop you, you know? <laughs> I'm like Ichiro Oda. I feel like it is my duty to put that sort of nonsense into the content we put out. Why depri- depriving it would be depriving our, our our listeners of juicy content. But no, let's get back on track and talk about how truth is going broke because that's yeah. hilarious. And yeah, it was so, obvious. Like, yeah. Who, like who was ever going to? How are they ever going to make money off of that? <laughs> So the really funny part about all of this is that QAnon and Trump supporters are trying to spin this. And the way they spin this is the fact that uh, Digital World Acquisition Corporation, which is like the Trump parent company for all of his grifts, they uh, Truth Social is a subsidiary or it's a separate company called like TMTG, I guess like Trump Media Truth something. I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares what his dumb acronyms stand for? But people were like, oh, shit, they did this so they could merge it with with uh, the the main parent company. And now we're going to have a stock merger and it's going to make truth even more powerful than it was before. And it's like, no, you're literally chasing Iraqi dinars or you're believing in Jasira near Sira. This is another like bizarre get rich quick thing that everyone thinks is real that Trump is oddly, it's weird that Trump peddles these get-rich-quick schemes that leave all of his supporters destitute. It's so strange that that's always the outcome of this shit, is that the thing loses a pile of money and anyone who bought in also goes broke. And um, big ups to Devin Nunes, who like basically quit being a congressperson to become the CEO of Truth Social. So uh, Combobulations, great career move. You win. You're the best. What does that job entail? Like, what are you overseeing? You know, just like Trump posting <laughs> and people responding to Trump. I, who? Well, I mean, I, I would think that it involves like trying to get advertisers onto the site and actually doing the work of trying to make trying to make an impossibly failed site not fail. But also, I do, I do kind of wonder in a way because you just brought that up. How much was Devin Nunes involved in creating the Q account on Truth Social? Because that's my that's one of my favorite little things about Truth Social was that they were so aggressive about pandering to QAnon from the jump. Because when you're on Twitter, it'll just say your join month. It'll be like, joined this month, this year. It doesn't give you a day. On Truth Social, it gives you a day joined. It says you joined this month, this day, this year. So the specificity of when you made your Truth Social account is very clear. And on Truth Social, they made their fake Q account before they made Trump's account. It was more important to them to make a Q account than it was to get Donnie Two Scoops on the platform. And that has always been a very hilarious thing to me. Unless they're one and the same, my friend. <laughs> one and the same. So... No. The- yeah. Uh, good, good news. Good news across the board that Truth is bleeding money, and uh, because you know, 
at some point, Trump will have to do his savvy business play of declaring bankruptcy on it and then just washing his hands of it. And then that's one less platform to him to be screaming on. It'll be great when he has to go crawling back to Elon Musk with his tail between his legs, uh, provided that Twitter hasn't also turned into a crater by then. That's going to be incredible. Uh, but because I know we have, uh, we're going to have a juicier butt of the amuse bouche at the back end. Uh, I'm going to keep us moving right along to apparently it's time for the Chinese takeover of America. Are the Chinese the new Beatles? Is it happening? Is it I, I, oh my God, I feel it. I'm turning Chinese. <laughs> what is this? What, really, is this? what is this headline? <laughs> I really think so. No, but it's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn you, Mike Rance. The worst. No, uh, so uh, Xi Jinping is in San Francisco to meet President Biden in what the media is describing as a quote-unquote high-stakes summit meeting between these two global superpowers. And uh, right hey there, Jack, what do we have to do to get them pandas back? <laughs> I, I got, I hope that's number one on Joe Biden's itinerary. Like Xi Jinping walks in with like ideas for like trade deals, infrastructure. Yeah, trying- he's like dumb, confused. He's like, "What? You're talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. pandas?" <laughs> oh God! I just I, I want that to be the situation. Uh, SNL, please do that as a skit, even though uh, it would be bad for us and, and help to elect Trump. It would still make me laugh a lot. So yeah, but. Right-wing media and QAnon folks are currently having a stroke because there is this one uh, video clip of a tiny section of the street where Xi Jinping, was, his motorcade was taking him to uh, where he was staying, where you could see uh, like a, a dozen or so Chinese flags being flown. I'm sure they were put there by like paid people just trying to make uh, trying to make Xi Jinping and the Chinese delegate look good. And these people are like, China has conquered America without even firing a shot. Oh, what the hell is this? And it's just the amount from of- my iPhone that I've yeah. had for ten years. Yes, okay, good stuff. Yeah. Again, you're you're pretty close to having a point, but you're not quite there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's yeah, it's like, oh God, flags. Flags are the ultimate sign of conquest. And it's like, buddy, it's it's again one city block. And there were and they obviously set that up literally for the photo op. And you took the cheese and are now having a fit over it, which is basically what the Chinese propaganda ministry wanted you to do. I think it's fucked up that you, of all people, would be saying this. You're older than me, so you should remember better than I do when those prisoners of war who were missing in action took over the country for that long stretch of time. Then fucking flags were everywhere. You could (laughs) you could throw a rock at them when they're damn flags. It was like being in Nazi Germany. You're like, what the fuck? Oh, that's one of my favorite things about these people is you see all these QAnon folks screaming and yelling when they see a trans flag flying under an American flag. And they're like, what the hell is this crap? You fly the American flag or no flag at all. And it's like, buddy, apparently you didn't live in the world in the 80s or early 90s where literally the POW MIA flag was everywhere, literally everywhere. And it was just this massive sort of, Fuck you, the liberals. They're like, you don't care about our troops that were lost in Vietnam, you piece of shit. It's like, 
no, I care, but I don't need to fly a weird flag about it. Like what, what, like what's, what's the flag about, bro? What, well, what, we can, we eventually came around when our heroic president said that he preferred his prison of war, his prisoners of war uncaptured or whatever. His, his war heroes uncaptured. That was it. And we were just like, oh, that makes sense. I'm getting captured. What a fucking beta cuck boot. Effortlessly crushing your enemies at the returning home to heroes. Welcome. Chad shit. That's what we want here. Yeah. Get fucked. Get fucked if you're ever captured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did he lose Arizona? (laughs) He was talking about McCain there. (laughs) It's like it's so crazy. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Hey, Arizona, your favorite son, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. That may have been the that may have been the actual moment. Like the like, if I needed to put a fucking fine point on it, where someone was just like, hey. When was the exact moment where you were just like, I don't know what the fuck a Republican is even supposed to be anymore. I think it was that. I think it was when a bunch of people were cheering Donald Trump saying that he hated John McCain because he was a prisoner of war. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, dude, that would just be like, it would be like if some hero cop was there. It was like a, like 9-11, like, you know, fucking first responder or whatever. Donald Trump was like, fuck that guy. He's gay. We hate him. And everybody was like, yeah, fuck that guy. It's like, dude, what? This this is like the opposite of what I thought a Republican was supposed to be. We yeah. should boo John McCain for so many reasons. Yeah. John McCain. Yeah, <laughs> well, John McCain. I mean, the, the first and foremost among them is that I'm now it's kidding. a lot easier. You know where the man is. You can get to him and just boo, mm-hmm. you know, boo your heart out. Yep. <laughs> boo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was actually the moment that Fox News called uh, Arizona for Biden was when yeah. <laughs> Trump talked shit on McCain. <laughs> that just looks so funny. It's like, just, it, it, it's, it, and and then Carrie Lake doubled down on that shit where she was just on the campaign trail against Hobbs. She was just like, "If you're a McCain Republican, get the fuck out of my room. I don't want your vote, you piece of shit." And it's like that. That's how you're gonna win an election is by telling people to fuck off and not vote for you. Like, what? What are you doing? What planet? Who are your campaign advisors? What are you doing? It's also when it comes to these people, it's just like, hey, it's like, all right, Miss Lake, why should I listen to what you have to say? And she's just like, well, because I was a former pageant winner, of course. <laughs> Obviously, I I used to be hot, and it's just like, okay, I guess. Uh, rebuttal, Mister McCain. Why should I listen to what you have to say? Yeah. I, I got captured by the enemy when I was fighting a war for this country. It's been several years in one of their horrible camps being tortured and stuff. Oh! But how <laughs> many pageants did you perform? <laughs> exactly. Excuse me, she was a brave truth teller on the Fox 10 News here. <laughs> um, just kidding. Oh yeah, I'm just kidding. No, we, we, that's that's why we have the extended platform here for you in just a moment, so that you can talk about how much you like Carrie Lake. That's mm-hmm. that's why we're just that's why the Arizona segment is listed as extra big this week is because it's just like, hey, we need to let Haley get it out. She's like, I love Carrie Lake. I do. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, we're t- teasing over. Uh, I mean, we've already been taken over by the Chinese. What more is there to say? Uh, all hail uh, Pooh Bear. Uh, let's move on to uh, the quote Big AZ section for the week uh, with our good friend Haley, aka Arizona Right Watch. Uh, Haley, what is going on in your flaming dumpster of a state this week? Well, um, since we're talking about Carrie, just real quick, this is literally breaking news. Um, her attorney that's been, <laughs> uh, you know, doing the Kraken cases for her, Arizona style um 
he's he's gonna go ahead and be facing some disbarment um which is kind of expected i think we all expected that right uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, at some point, if you're willing to represent some of these wackadoos, I just expect that at some point, someone's going to look at you, reevaluate your ability to effectively litigate stuff. Like, just be like, you seem like you lack judgment, so let's look over your stuff. <laughs> yeah, they kept getting fined for just, like, just making up shit in court. So it's like, this guy's not credible. Anyways, yeah, he's expected to be disbarred. This news actually, this story is kind of hilarious because this news kind of broke from somebody from the Cary Lake team that has been kind of serving as kind of like a, it's just this like propagandist. She, she's, she used to be an attorney here in Arizona, but back in the Arpaio years, she like was part of some hella corrupt shit where they went after like a bunch of, you know, political opponents and, trumped up charges against them and uh they all got disbarred and uh you know this uh big fines big fines but now she like works kind of alongside the carry lake people to just like write articles for town hall and whatever bullshit that takes her shit just to you know write she, she's propaganda, propaganda for carry lake yeah, yeah, she's a propagandist, and she's basically like a spokesperson, but unofficial in a way. Mm-hmm. Because uh, yeah. she's kind of been, like, really writing about the Eastman trials right now, just, like, why he's totally innocent. Oh, um, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, and, and why Carrie Lake is definitely going to win and, you know, crack his whole thing open. So that's funny that she broke the news. This guy's facing, like, a bunch of ethics complaints. That'll be fun. That'll be funny. Anyways, um, that was just that just happened. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, yeah. We're we're breaking news here, folks. Yes, we're, we're breaking fucking. Yeah, news like here. the journalists that we are not comedy shows. Haley is much closer than uh, yeah. either of us. <laughs> no. Uh, so Haley, what is an Arizona kraken? What is your like cryptid of monstrous size in Arizona that this person would have been? Well, are, let's... are you jackalope country? Um, uh, let's see, uh, we have, uh, this thing called the Mogion Monster. Um. I'm in. Yeah, so there's this, there's this part of Arizona, it's called the Mogion Rim. It's kind of like a, like, just like a mountain rim, you know what I'm saying? It's like a nature shit. Um, but there's a Bigfoot that wanders those parts, a Bigfoot type. He's a Mogion Monster, though. Um. Yeah, we have a lot of cryptids here. That's that's one of them. Ah. Um, yeah, I, I I did I did enjoy that when you got into your um, original description of the cryptid, you like lowered your voice, so we got both cryptids and ASMR at once, <laughs> like, hitting all the niche demographics. It's time. This is this is this is the clip we're going to make for like our non political like followers. <laughs> cryptids and whispering. It's going to be great. I'm going to start. Pop, I'm going to start popping some fact packing. That'd bubbles. be great. Honestly, Adventures in Hell World over. Cryptids in Hell World begin i would be yeah. fully on board for that yeah. you would get a much higher level of energy and research from l if we were researching cryptids <laughs> i would be like dude look at this fucking crazy shit i found out about the uh, uh, al rim job or whatever it was we have a slow week I'll, I'll do a i'll do an arizona cryptid <laughs> section and really 
We, we, really that, 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 we, should, we should do that. We should do cryptids around America. We should do <laughs> all 50 states cryptids. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't, th- I don't think you guys should be tempting me with any with any topic that's much less of a bummer than QAnon. <laughs> uh, anyway, so breaking carry Lake news notwithstanding, that's not actually what I was setting you up for. So uh, what, what, what was I volleyball style setting you up for for you to spike? What kind of crazy stuff is happening in Arizona this, this week, Haley? Boop. Uh, the Q Shaman is running for office. Jake Chansley. Spiking it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is insane. <laughs> what is? What, I feel are like... cha- what are his chances? Your boots on the ground. There is. Is there a chance that this guy gets to like make decisions? <laughs> He's running as a libertarian, and I think he actually filed his paperwork wrong. Um, so I they didn't give him a it's... vegan pen. So <laughs> yep, it's not a shamanistic <laughs> pen. Yeah, um, his, his pen wasn't fed grass-fed ink, so yeah, it's a. Uh... Yeah, this race is interesting. So this is like the eighth congressional district. So the person that currently serves this seat is Debbie Lesko. She's she's just a, you know, she's just your typical like Freedom Caucus. I love Trump. Uh, of course, the 2020 election was fake type person, but she's not as like loudmouthed as like the rest of the she Freedom Caucus more people. Blonde, as you described her, you she's like, incredibly you... blonde. <laughs> yeah, you, you were just like uh, you. You said her name, and I was like, okay, this person appears to probably be a female. Uh, so I've got I like, and I was just like blank template. They start brunette. I mean, that's just the way it goes. And then as you were talking. It just got blonder and blonder. You were just, of course, she's Freedom Caucus. And I was like, okay, we'll just switch that right over to blonde. Straight away, brown to blonde. Boop. <laughs> it's like get political guess who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's conservative. And then just like everyone with brown or dark hair just blonder. goes away immediately. Yeah. You just yeah. need to be blonde. That's all they want. They're fools. Yeah. They're leaving so much on the table. <laughs> so she's stepping uh, down, you know. Oh yeah! Oh man, what a heartbreaker! That uh, was she. Was she part of the people that voted to remove McCarthy? Or was like, I know that like it only took one person to like start the the petition to bring him down. But they've always talked about how like eight Republicans were basically behind the move to unseat McCarthy and then start this whole speaker drama. So I just wonder. Wow, she's really blonde. My my did me. She's incredibly blonde. She's yeah, incredibly blonde. Yeah, she's yeah, has I, this. Go ahead, Mike. No, I, I just I, I I did a search to see how blonde she was, and I was like, holy shit, the blonde level. <laughs> Everybody, that listeners, is, look how blonde yeah. she is. That, that is that is fresh out of the bottle. That is just pure. Just wake up in the morning, shower in hydrogen peroxide. Just make sure make sure that's make sure it's popping. She did look older than I was expecting in my head, but that's just because, for whatever reason, I keep giving Republicans the credit for having developed that Logan's Run technology that just, (laughs) like, evaporates people once they hit 35. (laughs) Like, it's it's clear that if they could do that to the women that happen to support them, they would absolutely be doing that. They would just be like, yeah, just put this gym in your hand, no big deal. That's why she has to step down. She aged out. Yeah. (laughs) But she she does have this hilarious quote, because she's a grandma. And she she did have this hilarious quote that went viral once that was like, I would do anything for my grandchildren, you know, to to stop them from, like, invaders, including shoot them. And oh, yeah, it sounded like 
Yeah, like but that's him. a common quote she has. She 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 meant to say like I would shoot the like invaders. That's what she usually says. But it sounded like she was gonna like annihilate her grandkids. So that's yeah. kind of what people know her from. <laughs> that's kind of her legacy. <laughs> Her, her legacy, um, if, if you break into my home, I'm killing my grandkids before you can. That, yeah. That's her um, so anyway, all the ghouls who lost in 2022 are now buzzing around this seat. It's in Phoenix. It's like middle of Phoenix, you know, like West Phoenix. Um, so Blake Masters, who fucking lives in Tucson, um, is trying for the seat. The ghoul. Blake Masters, the Peter Thiel guy, the yeah, oh, human skin guy, <laughs> the guy who literally did a campaign ad about shooting a gun repeatedly and being like German made. German yeah. made. I'm Slender Man. Blake Masters gets away with the fact that he's running for statewide or district-wide office, but he makes Ron DeSantis look like just an 18 charisma and totally human and normal by comparison. Blake Masters is such a like baked in a lab monster that got out before the process was finished. It's like not even funny. It is why Peter Thiel looked at this guy and was like, yeah, this guy's a guy I can put in front of cameras. This is going to work. It's like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, you you snuck J.D. Vance across the finish line, but at least J.D. Vance looks human and, like, can he talk. He had that old book some people liked because they right. don't like good books. No. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, that's one of the things that makes me laugh so much is, like, every time I think about writing a book, I start looking online for you, on YouTube for advice, and they're just like, all oh, these fucking mistakes, you suck shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I I personally know of a million books that are bad that have become trillionaire, maybe people trillionaires. Like there's not a single person alive who doesn't think Dan Brown is a fucking hack of an author. Boom. That, that guy's sleeping on a bed of money. Twilight, boom, infinite money. It's like, it doesn't matter if it's good or not. It matters if it hits the zeitgeist. That's just all there is to this shit. And that's that's what a hillbilly, that was a hillbilly eulogy. That was the eulogy, I think. Yeah, you, yeah, eulogy, yeah. But whatever, yeah. J.D. Vance made a terrible book that became a terrible movie, and then he got to be a senator because Peter Thiel was like, here's a bag of money, Mr. Dumb Author, and here's Donald Trump's endorsement of you in the Republican primary. Boom. Nailed it. And Peter Thiel and then fucking Blake Masters tried that same formula and just got crushed. I mean, like, because... We had those four Republicans that lost in Arizona, Lake, Fincham, the fourth person who I don't care about. Hamaday, and- he's also in this race. He's yeah, trying Hamaday. for the Lesko seat. <laughs> <laughs> I told you all the losers are back. <laughs> it's, it's, like a, it's like a carnival shooting gallery of clowns. Yeah. I haven't even gotten to the rest. I haven't gotten to the best ones yet. These are these are the normals. These are the, these are just the losers. That's their quality. <laughs> I love it, but it, it's it's so funny to me. Hamaday is now like fighting masters. Like they're like they were on the same team a minute ago. Now they're rivals. That's so funny. Oh my god, Arizona politics is like the dumbest soap opera imaginable. This is so good. Masters commercial is so funny too because it's like he just recycled the shots that he used for his last campaign which is all in tucson and it's like you're running in phoenix now change the ad Um, okay so you guys will like this one uh trent franks he was actually in the seat before debbie lesko um he stepped down because he did a little no-no when he was like 
hey, staffers, hey, ladies, you guys maybe want to, like, uh, have my kids surrogate style, but maybe maybe not surrogate style. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, give me a you, lady staffers, what a fuck bareback. <laughs> Literally. HMU, if you get my drift. So his defense was he was just asking to do in vitro fertilization with his staffers, but some of them were like, that's not what he was asking. No, he he wanted to have the sex with us and knock Mm -hmm. us off as a result of the sex. So this guy was a weird, creepy creep. Yeah, I I wanted uh, in vitro fertilizer. I want to be in a vitro, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Ooh, calm down there, buddy. Right? So when he stepped down, he was like, he literally said, like, you know, like, this isn't what it looked like. The political climate right now is just too toxic. I'm stepping down. So now he must think it's, like, good enough to come back. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The heat heat is off of him being a monstrous sex pest to him. Yeah, he's like, I hardly did a shit. He's in the right party for that to just go away. I mean, look look what happened at Matt Gaetz's 17-year-old across-state-line sex trafficking investigation went fucking nowhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, us, us, still having some amount of hope left in our very souls. We're just like, maybe that means he's going to flip on somebody. No, it just meant, nope. it meant nothing to nobody. Everybody just fucking forgot about it. Oh, oh God. Like, fucking, uh, like, this week, Adam Schiff posted a, a picture of him with his uh, little... He was a part of the, the Big Brother project, and he posted a photo of the little brother that he helped mentor, and then he posted a photo of them both grown up, and now the little brother's, like, doing big things and is having a great time. And the photo he used for the first the, for the first photo, for the when they were younger, was a photo Q used to basically accuse Adam Schiff of being a pedophile. So QAnon was just like, oh, shit, Adam Schiff's just admitting he's a pederist. Look, he's using the photo Q used. And it's like, why don't you guys talk about Matt Gates and Nestor? Why Why does you never bring up that? I mean, that shit was fucking creepy as fuck. But uh, Adam Gates and his weird child relationship, totally off limits for QAnon. Yeah, well, I mean, that's only because the media was reporting on the Matt Gates thing. Psych, just kidding. They didn't really report on it at all. They didn't care. Back to Haley. So how many more clowns do we have to get through? Uh, okay, well, they want uh, the normies all want Ben Toma. That's kind. Of, he's like the uh, head of the, you know, he's the president of the Arizona House, you know, right now. And it, he, so that's like the normie. That's the normie one. When Debbie Lesko stepped down, she's like, Ben Toma. I want Ben Toma. All right, see you. Bye. Um, that means he'll probably lose <laughs> because the race is so fucking like huge. And there's a guy that's in the race that actually lives in the district. He has served in Arizona politics for a while. His name is Anthony Kern. This guy sucks. This guy fucking sucks. I can't <laughs> can't describe this enough. He was actually also at January 6th. You know, it wasn't just Chansley. We got two in this race that we're storming the Capitol. Um, uh, did, did he uh, get any uh, cr- like charges for what his actions in this Capitol storming? No. And there's like photos of him clearly in restricted areas. Uh, like th- there's an article that's like, where was Anthony Kern on January 6th? Cause it's like a bunch of photos of him just like fucking camera, right. in the like staring down the barrel of a fucking camera like behind the scaffolding, you know, area. 
Yeah. Um, but no, he never got any uh, anything any charges related to it. it. He barely got any smoke here locally. He actually uh, was also part of the fake elector scheme here, so he was one of the fake electors. <sighs> um, and then when the Cyber Ninjas audit happened, he was down there counting ballots. So he's oh. part of the Cyber Ninja <laughs> recount. Well, that that is a, a that the name of a touchstone we have to go to to mark because it's a thing that happened. And, it's just like, and, and, then, and then during the Cyber Ninjas audit, <laughs> it sounds like some cyberpunk dystopian shit, but it couldn't be more fucking boring. Just a bunch of <laughs> people counting papers <laughs> for like seven months straight. It's just seven months of people counting paper. <laughs> like a ca- like a cavern in like the fucking cabin in like North Dakota or whatever that they come to the at some point somebody came to the realization they were like oh shit the, the results are in and Joe Biden clearly won <laughs> what are we gonna tell a boss and they're like um, I guess that the truth and everyone was like what the truth anyway <laughs> people so, yeah, pay famous five dollars for the truth what the fuck dude <laughs> what are you doing. And then the truth came out, and people were like, boo, and uh, that was how that went. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Cyber Ninja's audit will haunt us forever. Nobody cares about the end that, like, the they were like, well, Biden won. Everybody, like, focuses on, like, all the conspiracies that they were trumping up around the audit for those seven months that it was basically happening. I, like, see audit conspiracies get regurgitated on the timeline basically daily at this point and like patrick byrne and all those people are back on the on twitter checkmark so they're all like continually cycling those same lies just probably for the rest of my life because time is a flat circle so that's fun but anyway anthony Kern allowed like 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 let them get their foot in the door vis-a-vis like questioning vote counts that that's just going to be a thing that they do now Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who's out the ballot. If it, if the, if they don't like the outcome, they're just like, man, we don't we don't believe in that. That's fake. Okay. Yeah, exactly. What, 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 what a robust just... way to live your life. Anyway, yeah. back to Haley. Yep. Uh, Anthony Kern. The only other thing I got to say about him is that he uh he was fired. He wasn't a cop, but he is on the Brady list, which like tracks dirty cops because he was working for the police department, like. It wasn't actually a police position, but anyway, uh, he was lying to his supervisor and like he stole tablets or a tablet or something. So he got fired and was put on the Brady list for dishonesty and misconduct. He's just like all around a piece of shit. He now he like rolls with the Turning Point USA crew just to like constantly go to school board meetings to like complain about gay people. Um, he sucks. I don't like that guy. Also, he has to be blocked on Twitter because he's a little bitch. Um, so what does it matter? Surely you're not using Twitter asshole. anymore. <laughs> That's true. Unblock me, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unblock me so I can fight you. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know who's going to win. Chansley. Who are you voting for? Which, well, which one of these conservative lunatics are you voting for? Well, that's not my district, so <laughs> wow. I don't have to worry about it. It was a joke anyway, because I assume you're not a fucking conservative ghoul. No, I'm gonna yeah. I I'm gonna vote for I'm I'm I <laughs> Um Yeah, but I don't make, know make, make your pick. illegal vote count out of district illegal voting. We support it. No, we don't that's not true. <laughs> I don't I don't I wouldn't vote for any of these people. Um 
personally, but if I had to pick, I think Chansley because I think that'd be entertaining. Uh, He would introduce bills that would be like, we need to put LSD in the water supply. (laughs) Organic only. But the answer we were looking for were right and vote for Donald Trump. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, we're going to have to not count that one. Uh, I, 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 love the, I, I want to be that person. I want to like go to the ballot bowl and just like literally write in Trump for every office and then, and then actually vote for him for president. Just be the super pill ultimate Trump nut. That's what my grandma does, but she puts Jesus. Aww. Nice. Well, Way maybe he'll win one of these days. <laughs> uh, okay, quickly, before we get out of the boosh. Uh, so I actually, I, I went to my 20-year high school reunion last weekend. I don't know if I talked about that. Uh, Damn. And... Uh, there were a couple of funny stories that came out of it that I was going to talk about at some point during the show, but we got talking about the new intro music at the BFA group. So one of them is too salacious for the regular pod. It is going to lead to a discussion that I'd rather have off mic. So the, the listeners don't get to have that one, but the other one the listeners can be around for. I'm outside hanging out, waiting for a friend to exit because I am planning on leaving because I don't want to be around these drunk fucks anymore. Uh, while I'm waiting for that friend, a guy comes out who I vaguely recognize. And I remember the name of, thankfully I was about 50% on that for the night. And he is smoking a cigarette and he is complaining about things that used to be different back in the day. And I was just like, okay, well, uh, never liked this guy. Still don't like him now. Complaining about back in the day. I know what you mean. And I was just like, this guy is a conservative nut job. Then I get home. I'm hanging out. Like, you know, the next day I'm on Facebook because I'm old. And it's like people you may know. And because I'm being monitored, it's showing me all the people from the reunion. And that guy's on there. And his profile picture on Facebook is the same as one of his pictures from Instagram. And when you take those photos on Instagram, it shows you your Instagram handle on the bottom right-hand corner. And I'm going to make up a random beginning part of this, but the end part of it is the most important part. So let's just say it was coming from the Instagram of at masterwelder1488. (laughs) And I was just Uh... like, oh, excellent. He's an actual Nazi. (laughs) What fun. (laughs) What a delight. No Facebook. I don't think I will be friend requesting him. Thank you very much. <laughs> so that was a fun little swerve, but not the most fun swerve of the evening. That will be for you guys uh, if you care to hear it after the show. Because now it's time for us to get into our headline news segment. Cues in the news. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. I will say that I wasn't expecting this to be the way that the GOP decided to start getting awesome again, but here it is. Nonetheless, uh, it is time. They have just gotten down to the primordial muck of it all and have decided, hey, we should just start fighting each other to solve some of these disputes. Let's just fucking punch each other, like with our fists and stuff. Uh, And for more actual information on that, I'll toss it over to Mike. Mike, why are we slap boxing in the Senate? Oh, we're slap boxing in the Senate, in the House, all over the halls of Congress. It's just it's just fighting time amongst the Republican caucus. So uh, Kevin McCarthy, our deposed former speaker, uh, apparently just elbowed somebody in the kidneys and this led to uh, the, the the person he hit was is named Burchett, and uh, Rep. Tim Burchett was saying that uh, McCarthy was in a hallway, walking by him with his entourage and staff, and just gave him a straight shot to the lower back, just whammo, just hit him. Now this is one of the so I, I told Mike ahead of the show. This is one of the few weeks where like I actually know all of the stuff we're talking about. This I week, have weirdly. not heard this. 
Uh, so I've seen all of this. I believe the gentleman who got struck described it as, quote, a solid shot straight to the kidney. Yes. <laughs> Was he pissing blood? What We can only hope. We can only hope that Kevin McCarthy made this man's uh, urine urine into blood. We just Yeah, I mean, the, the, the more badass the, the, the victim here, I guess, because, you know, he was assaulted or whatever, allegedly, because, again, of course, McCarthy disputes this. But in this guy's mind, like, when he's telling the story, the more vicious he describes, like, the more he just, like, fucking is evocating, like, evoking these strong masculine blows from McCarthy. I'm picturing him giving him like a fucking Muay Thai style like elbow shiver, like fucking Sagat from Street for like, yeah! Like, like, yeah. You know, the impact blows his back out like fucking a Dragon Ball move. <laughs> so McCarthy hit him and then apparently uh, Burchett said, sorry Kevin, didn't mean to elbow and then he realized that McCarthy was just blowing him off and then he yelled at him, why did you elbow me in the back, Kevin? Hey Kevin, you got any guts? Uh, then uh, Burchett yelled, you've got no guts. What kind of chicken move is that? You're pathetic, man. You are so pathetic. Um, later on, McCarthy... Bro, tackle over... him. What the hell? It's free game now. Let's go. Yeah, it's on. Bro, it's, it's on. on. It's on. Yeah, it's on. Yeah. He, he, he hit you. Like, quit yelling and start and drop the gloves and start throwing. And uh, later on, when this was brought up, McCarthy told reporters, if I kidney punched him, he'd be on the ground. Let's be, on, let's be realistic about that. So... McCarthy's like, if I hit that guy, I would have dropped him. That, that's how this actually works. I'm Kevin McCarthy. I'm a He's very like, I work out with man. MTG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. He's just like my my martial arts prowess is not to be fucked with. If I wanted to, if I wanted to explode that man's kidney, his kidney would be exploded. Yeah. <laughs> wow, unreal. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that sounds like a crazy thing. It's, but certainly, certainly that ha- there, there couldn't be any more. There couldn't be any more Mortal Kombat happening in the GOP this week. That oh, would be insane. Wouldn't it? Oh, man. Oh, wait. What's this on my phone? Holy shit. So uh, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen and uh, BD, what Mark Wayne is his full first name, which did his parents just have an argument? And then they were like, fuck it. We'll compromise. He gets both names. I don't know. Whatever. But uh, Mark Wayne Mullen, the uh, senator from Oklahoma, Basically, oh, Oklahoma. There you go. Yeah, the, like yeah, yeah. No shit. Multiple first names. That is a weird thing that they love doing out there. So, <laughs> God bless Mark Wayne. Yeah. So, uh, Mark Wayne Mullen uh, was interviewing the president of the Teamsters, and apparently, he didn't like what the president of the Teamsters was saying to him, and he basically was like you want to go outside you want to do this right now and he stood up like he was going to just start coming to blows with the teamsters president and bernie sanders crotchety lunatic bernie sanders had to be like bro what the fuck are you doing you're a u.s senator fucking sit your ass down relax buddy fucking get off this shit like And the funny part is, like, Bernie Sanders is fucking mad old. So those yeah. guys can't even blame their, like, you know, it's just like, this is how we, we would have settled things back in the day, old man. He'd be like, I'm an old man. I know how they settled things back in the day. 
Senators were not fighting each other back in the, like just in the middle of the chambers back in the day. Like <laughs> certainly not back in the days that you that anybody in recent memory can remember. You know, like yeah. it's been a long time since people were dueling each other and shooting each other in the guts. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it we, we uh, the last time we did something like this was when we were arguing about slavery on the Senate floor when like a guy beat another guy almost to death with a cane. Like that was and yeah, that, yeah, and that was over. Slavery, yes, exactly. It's kind of a like kind of a enslavement of an entire peoples. Yeah, (laughs) fucking insane shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's so wild. Yeah, so our boy Mark Wayne decided that this wasn't he hadn't dug himself nearly deep enough a hole here with this bullshit. Uh, Later on, um, this right wing bag of shit uh, who goes on the by the handle comfortably smug on Twitter. Uh, offered a chance for Senator Mullen to appear on his podcast. And Mullen replied to him any place, any time with a photo of himself, like loading a gun and holding a gun in his hand, which people kind of took to him saying that like, yo, Mr. Comfortably Smug, I would love to go on your podcast and probably murder you with my gun that I'm seeing here, like, like loading um so that was really fucking weird i don't know why you post that photo and tell when you tell people yeah i'll be on your pod pack in and then later on he was interviewed he said i'm not afraid of biting i will bite in a fight i'm gonna bite i'll do anything i mean i'm not above it and i don't care where i bite by the way it is just gonna be a bite this man is basically implicitly stating if i'm gonna fight with you i will in fact bite your dick that will yeah. happen. If I feel threatened in a fight with you, I'm one way or another, your dick is going in my mouth. Either I think I'm going to use it as an offensive technique to try to bite it off, or it's going straight in my mouth as a defensive technique, and I'm just going to try to sloppy-toppy you into submission. <laughs> yes. Is this guy like a former MMA fighter? Like, why is he loading a gun? Why is he talking about biting people's dicks off? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> why? Are, I, I mean... Uh, at one point, he was just like, the people of Oklahoma voted me to this position. They'd be disappointed if I didn't act like this. And I'm just like, well, then all the more reason for Oklahoma to get swept up into my one Dakota policy. Congratulations, yes. Oklahoma. You've been elevated to part of one Dakota. Like yes. <laughs> uh, that, that shit is insane. If your constituents are just like, we voted you into office so that you could threaten to fight somebody uh, on the middle of the Senate floor in front of Bernie Sanders. And in the process of doing that, bite his dick off of his body and failing that shoot him to death with this gun and if you don't do those things we are going to be disappointed in you sir (laughs) i i i really do wonder like the, the good people of oklahoma can you not just find like a boring guy who wants to subjugate women and deny global warming and all the rest of it i mean like yo vladimir putin find a better oklahoman for your policies like this guy is little too a little much a little much for everything that's going on in our world and again i keep saying that because they're a bunch of fucking clowns they should start solving all of their disputes or whatever in terms of leadership with a unisex pageant it should just be a pageant there should be several different categories where you are to be judged including your physical attractiveness and a talent you have and you get to speak about some of your issues all the pageant hits and that idea is somehow only slightly to not at all more ridiculous than this guy's idea of fight you publicly in front of Bernie Sanders. That's wild. 
That's We're, not that much. Like, arguably, I would say that is just about as wild as my solution because my solution is nonviolent. My solution is just we're distilling it down to what the people want. You want the person who is the best combination in your eyes of hot, says the stuff you like, and can do a thing you think is cool. That's all anybody cares about, GOP. So why don't you, why are you even bothering trying to be politicians anymore? Just try to be personalities. Fuck it. I mean, you know? <laughs> I mean, they basically admitted in the 2022 midterms that they don't want people that actually are going to engage in policy or do anything. They ran Herschel Walker for Senate, and the man is like cognitively impaired, to say the very least. They ran Dr. Oz for Senate, and I don't know that Dr. Oz has any idea how the Senate works. Tommy Tupperville was a football coach, and he's now preventing our military from promoting people because he's just a dumb moron. I mean, this... The it, the entire point of how our political system was supposed to work was someone who knows their, their shit is like, hey, I know my shit, elect me to this office, and then I will do things... I'll make things run smoothly. And now our politics are, you know me, elect me to office because I am popular. And once I'm in office, you'll see me on TV more. And then people are like, what are you going to do for actually getting bills passed and stuff? And be like, fuck that shit. My staff will figure that out for me. You're just going to see me on Fox News. Isn't that going to be great? Don't I have a winning smile. Clean. I mean, it's just, oh, my God. Like, it's just the dumbest possible party that could ever exist. Well, that's because they, they, they want to fight culture wars. And you can't fight a cultural war, or a cultural war with a political weapon. Like a lot of the times, you know what I mean. You need to get you need to get the people on your side. You need to yeah. make sure that's Ron DeSantis is finding that out right now. He was the, he was the politician elevated by the culture war. Yeah, I'm anti woke. I fucking hate woke, and everyone's like, yeah, we hate it too because we're Florida, fucking bizarre. And uh, then he was like, excellent. I'm going to ride this wave to the presidency. And now everyone is like, who? Ron to who? That guy? Oh, from Florida. Yeah, I remember him. That's that's where he's at now because he is like a dumb empty suit politician and the culture warfare people want a culture warfare champion. They want their suit to be filled with a culture lunatic. That's what Donald Trump is. He's like a big bottle of like weird repressed conservative cultural ideas in like a Eminem style candy coating of like made for tv charisma fucking that, that's why he's so potent that's why he sucks so hard and that's why everybody loves him so much desantis had none of that shit he was just an empty suit filled with nothing yeah he was literally trump without the charm and that's was his that, that was his whole thing and i i just remember so much astroturfing for that guy i like there would be these dumb poker games that i'd watch on uh the clips of and there'd be like one guy at the table, like wearing all kinds of DeSantis 2024 gear. And it was just like, buddy, man, when you look back on this in like, I don't know, three months, it's going to be a real bad look. It's, it, it's going to be real quick too. Like the shelf life of your 2024 DeSantis gear is going to be, it's going to expire faster than milk. Like man, man alive. There's someone down the road for me that has this huge Trump Pence sign. And it's yeah. like, pick one. <laughs> They're running against each other this time. Well, not anymore, but. <laughs> yeah. 
he, he should literally like do what what people uh, do for their football teams when their player leaves, and then another player takes the number on their jersey. You just like put a little tape on the back of the nameplate, and then write the new player's name on it. It needs to be like Trump, and then you just like black out the pens. And I see the blacked out pens a lot, like tape. Right. Covering it on you, you, just, you, wait, you wait for Trump to pick his new Veep, and then you just like fucking like take a stencil and spray paint the new Veep on. So like you can be like Trump Lake twenty twenty four or whatever. I mean, just like however you want to do this. I actually saw some people literally tape over the zero, the second zero in twenty twenty, and like write in a four on their Trump twenty twenty hats. <laughs> I'm like, like, oh god, really? Well, uh, they're just like, wow, I'm buying a new hat. I mean, yeah. yeah. Twenty bucks. That's just, that's just wasteful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, Don, and Donald Trump, like, meanwhile, f- failing true social platform, was just fucking like endless legal expenses, just being like, please buy a new hat. Uh, <laughs> for the love of God, buy a new hat. <laughs> please, for the love of God, buy a hat. <laughs> I, oh God, there's like I want more than like Trump's like 2024 like, st- campaign speech to just pivot into an ad buy. Like it's just like everybody, we're gonna make America great again. It's gonna be incredible. But you know what else is incredible? My pillow. We just use the promo code Trump. Nerd VPN is the best VPN. Yes, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe how incredible this VPN is. <laughs> I can make it look like my computer's in anywhere. You know. You know, I could do. I could be. I could be in America, or I could be in one of these other worst countries. (laughs) God, Uh, I'm here for it. Oh man, Uh, Panhandler Trump, the best Trump. Have you heard of this (laughs) HelloFresh? Trump doing me undies. Yes. (laughs) Oh God. My goodness. Uh, yeah, not, not, you know, let, let's just, let's keep raining our blows down upon Donald Trump because he sucks and we hate him and get into our next uh, news item. Uh, Donald Trump is having a, a, a bad legal week uh, vis-a-vis perhaps one might say some beans having been spilt just all <laughs> upon a table in front of a bunch of cameras and other people there to take statements. Uh, Mike, what did we learn about Donald Trump this week? Uh, so we got video of, uh, the big one was Jenna Ellis, but we got Jenna Ellis, Ken, uh, our boy, Kenneth Cheesebro, and, uh, the Kraken lady, Sydney Powell, all had their pro offer videos, uh, leaked to the media. I believe and ABC news was just sort of like filed a request and it was granted. And they got the videos of basically what those people told prosecutors in order to get their deals. Uh, Sidney Powell stated, uh, one of the lawyers, one of the prosecuting lawyers was like, yo, Sidney Powell, how were you able to get into Trump's inner circle? Because, like, let's be honest here, you're a nut of the highest order. And her answer was basically, all the other lawyers were telling Trump that it was over and he lost and it was time to go. I was telling him to keep fighting and he liked hearing that. So he decided to keep me around because I was telling him what he wanted to hear. And, uh, Kenneth, uh, Cheese Bro's uh, commentary was basically stating that Trump understood what the fake electors were and was helping coordinate the fake elector scam. So the idea that Trump was just out on the golf course doing whatever he was doing and he had no idea his minions were planning this phony phony elector scheme uh, that seems to be going away with uh, his testimony 
but the uh, final one, the one that's been getting the soundbite that's been played all over the media, is uh, Ellis. When she was talking to the prosecutors, she said that uh, she was talking to Dan Scavino, who, as listeners of this pod or followers of my Twitter feed will know, Dan Scavino is the QAnon whisperer. He's the point man for the Trump team, keeping QAnon all happy and content. He, uh, Scavino told Ellis, under quote, the boss isn't leaving. Just that is it. Just we are maintaining power. We do not care. And she told him that's not how this works. And then he again told her, we don't care. We don't care that, quote unquote, losing an election means you don't get to be president anymore. We're just going to not abide by that. Get fucked. So the whole idea that, again, Trump wasn't a part of this, didn't know what was going on. No, he was absolutely totally cool with it. He had sent the directive to Dan Scavino to be related to Jenna Ellis that uh, we're staying in power. Election be damned. We're we're doing this. So this is not great. One might go so far as to say for Trump's legal defense. Um, I one of the ways that you know this is really bad is it's been a day since all this all this stuff came out, and I have not seen a single QAnon promoter even address it remotely. They've just gone totally total radio silence on these leaks, and I'm sure they're trying to cook up some sort of defense, and I'm sure that defense will be mostly just throwing all these people under the bus and claiming that they are deep state now, but it's uh, it's bad times. Um, I'm, I have not seen a lot of people coming out going, oh, this is good for Trump. This is, this is going to work out well for him. About the only thing I've seen on that front is people saying that maybe this is like a form of witness intimidation, that now this is out, uh, those people will be harassed by uh, Trumpers and MAGA chuds into trying to be silenced. But uh, they already got their testimony, so I don't know how good that will do them. I mean, you gotta you gotta get your hopium where you can, you know? Yes. Yeah, the hopium supplies are, are lessening, so uh, it's not great. No way. Things are looking great. <laughs> Things are looking great for Trump across the board. Man. What a hopeful anti-Trump, just just getting to pummel Trump messaging this week on the show. So good. What a, what a dick. Just getting to take a bunch of shots at him for being such a dum-dum. Maybe and the GOP in general. shaman for VP, you know? Trump Chansley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, I I heard a rumor I didn't, like, you know, or I saw a headline that was a rumor that some, some people were just like, oh, he's sniffing around Tucker Carlson. And I was just like, why would Tucker Carlson ever want to hit, like, hitch himself to that sinking boat? I mean, like, I, I don't, Tucker Carlson sucks, but I don't think he's, like, stupid. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> pretty, pretty sure, pretty sure he knows that uh, that way lies madness, but maybe not. Uh, and, you know, again, in terms of, like, empty suit filled with, like, dumb, consp- like, like, GOP rhetoric and charisma, like, Tucker Carlson is uh not a bad choice but i don't think that i don't think he and trump can exist together like trump would have to die before Tucker carlson could make a run yeah yeah that's the thing is that like trump would never pick carlson for the simple fact that carlson would upstage him and then trump would be uh, incapable of dealing with that he needs his vice president to be a loyal nut who also doesn't take any shine away from him because the moment the press spends, basically Trump wants to have his announcement, have his vice president give a speech, 
there'd be like a four hour window where people discuss the vice president and then the vice president is put in a closet never to be seen again until Trump returns to the presidency, at which point the vice president is sworn into the vice presidency and then once again put back in that closet. And that's it. Tucker would not do that. The moment Tucker became the VP, it would just be like a month of, oh, my God, Tucker and the worst part about it for Trump would be like, hey, you know, we've all been talking about Biden's age, but Trump ain't no spring chicken. And uh, by the way, he's kind of cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So maybe we're getting President Tucker. And oh, boy, if Truth Social was still around by then, there'd be a lot of posting about how Tucker Carlson is only my vice president. I picked him. I have all the power. Get fucked, you pieces of shit. Make America great again. Me, Trump, right? So I mean, just oh god, he would he, he he would it would only it would only make his already high blood pressure even higher if he actually made Tucker his V because he couldn't handle he couldn't handle that. Well, heaven forbid that he ever actually find anybody that can uh, sort of vibrate at his same frequency of uh, lunacy while also willing to be subservient to him. Uh, because then he might be a dangerous fellow, but it's hard to consider him too dangerous. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know his rhetoric is dangerous and that people still love him, but every day that he's like having to fucking just lie on the stand and have all of his, uh, former comrades betray him and stuff. It's, it's like, you know, it is helping to, to make him seem a little more and more toothless by the day. And hopefully that rings true for everybody and that we can finally be rid of him. Uh, what a world that would be. So let's keep this positive train, positivity train, I should say, rolling and move on to our always wonderful listener mailbag segment. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Uh, Arst Face Killer asks, when are you and Hightower going to do a wrestling podcast? He's talking about Sarah Hightower, who's also a QAnon researcher and uh, loves her wrestling, as do I. Uh, that's, That's on her. Ball's in her court. I... I mean, my schedule's weird because I work swing shift. So, but yeah, so talk to her, get get on her about it, and I'll be here for it. I'm here to talk all kinds of stupid stuff: football, wrestling, darts. I'll get in the darts. 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 I love darts. I love having a British man yell 180. I mean, it just it's it's majestic. <laughs> it's a beautiful it's a beautiful noise. You have sort of super yeah. <laughs> Yes, it really does. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm I'm here for all of it, any of it. Anyone who wants to do anything, I'm I'm available. I'm I I'm a consumer whore and how. So yeah. Um, so thank you for that. I don't think that my co-hosts have anything to say about that because they're probably not very much in the wrestling. I, L gives the me question the wasn't for me. No, it wasn't. yeah, dude, that that was that that was your was private, you question. That was your was a private, private conversation between you and the chatter. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Me, me, me and Haley were both politely ignoring you and each other, as is the covenant when a question is addressed directly to one of us. Very much appreciate. I, I'm very. I, I, I thank you for abiding by the rules of the covenant. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, like we we could have been texting, talking shit, and you never know. Oh, like, awesome. man, Mike, what a, God, what a wiener! Yeah, guy. I was like, this nerd talking about wrestling. Not that to L. Who, yeah. d- d- is uh, is this one of these people that you kind of know that has a, a much bigger platform than you? That would be great. Spring, no, springboard yourself is, if you can. Uh, I, I, I wish they were, and I, I have no idea. I also uh, have so, no idea. I mean that that is that is my primary feature on the show is the yeah. haver of no <laughs> ideas. Uh, Pancake peasant asks, when you sell out for that sweet conservative grift money, where are you buying property? 
Uh, man, I get like I guess the safe place would be the middle of the country, right? Because then your property will become seafront property in twenty years. It will rocket in value. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've always like a lot of the places I'd like to move to. I don't think they would necessarily want to have me. Ooh, Amsterdam is a good choice. I'm sure that they would have me in Amsterdam. I just fucking just be like, you know what, America was cool, but I'm done with this. I'm just gonna go retire into Amsterdam. Uh. I'm not sure how accepting the Irish are of like random new people just like showing up and just being like, hey, I'm never, I'm here, I'm here to live permanently from now on. But if they would have me, I would also love to live in Ireland. It looks like a beautiful country and the people seem really nice and, and funny. So <laughs> I'm sure I'd get on with them. And maybe they could teach me to finally love beer. That would be a real treat. Do you like corned beef hash? I fucking love corned beef hash. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it's the place for you, bud. I know, dude. I, I I get corned beef hash pretty frequently out here. Luckily, where I live, it's an option on many of the local breakfast places <laughs> menus. <laughs> Some place near Boston that has Irish food? Holy shit! <laughs> I mean, you 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 would have no idea that there were any Irish people near me, nor Greek people. <laughs> They're all very <laughs> subtle. Yeah, it's incredibly subtle. Oh god! But you, Haley, where are you moving with your sellout money? When we when we inevitably get to sell out because um, we're so talented. Well, I'm I'm not going to move anywhere. I'm just going to accumulate more land in Arizona and just kind of become like a little lord here. <laughs> An Arizonian lord. <laughs> uh, yeah. You you can't you can't see me because uh, of my lack of webcam. Uh, uh, but I'm my face just sunk like the Bart Simpson meme. <laughs> Uh, your your big plan is to just stay in Arizona. Do you truly well, love Arizona? Anywhere you want. We're talking about like hypothetically, where you have like fuck off money. I don't know if I can handle weather anywhere else. You know, it's like a unique climate here, and I was I was born here, so it's like, can I handle it? Can I handle the change? I mean, you could go to Australia, which is Arizona, but like not in America, surrounded by American conservatives. Do I want to go to Australia? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, climate-wise, it seems like a pretty natural fit. Listeners, convince me. Where should I go? <laughs> I mean, like, the funny thing is, is that as a coverer of Arizona, like, you you get to see much more of Arizona's seedy underbelly than I do. Like, but you still have so so much, like, hometown pride. It's great. You know, it's just where I'm from, and it's I haven't really been m- many other places. You know, there's nothing like Arizona. You know, you ever yeah. get, get high on mushrooms in the middle of a desert? on a mattress that's just sitting out there that you know people have probably fucked on but you're just like i'm gonna sit on it no i've never done (laughs) i've never gotten high on mushrooms at all but if i were to get high on mushrooms in the area i'm in i could do it comfortably on a probably enclosed second floor porch like overlooking like a distant but still visible view of the ocean or whatever so like i feel like i don't need to be on some weird fuck mattress i could be on a couch that people have fucked on but they're me and or other people i know so it's cool (laughs) and then you wake up from your drug-induced nap and there's a little javelina nibbling on your pants i don't even know know what that is is that a bird you don't know what a javelina is nope i i don't live in the desert you just said it's a unique climate Wow, I thought everybody knew what a javelina was. It's just a little piggy. It's just it's a little. It's a little picary. Is that how you say it? A, 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 is that the proper term, listeners? I don't know. You no. said a little piggy. Do you mean like it is a, a piggy? But I think there's a technical term. Like um, an actual, like like I mean, we're talking about the same thing here. Like a pig. Like yeah, like a like pig. It's a pig with, with little tusks. And he, he, yeah, they, I, mean, they, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to the East Coast, but we don't just we don't just have 
pig. You don't have you, wild you, like, like like up in the up in the northeast, <laughs> you don't just get like chill pigs that come and slightly nibble on you, dude. Like I would be over the moon if I saw a small pig. Like if I was just out in the world, and I saw like a little pig, I would be like, what? is this i had that reaction when i saw like a skink or something for the first time i guess they're native to here but like it was like this little adorable weasel running around like on the train platform i was like this thing is incredible i've never seen one of these before in my life so a little pig that'd be insane um i will send you some javelina pictures the javelinas are currently becoming a bigger icon in arizona than ever before because they've been kind of destroying this golf course um up on a, like a on like tribal land that is just like it, it it's a ridiculous spot for a golf course to be it's like there's it's there's a reason that pigs keep destroying it because it's like right in the middle of their habitat um and they're just destroying the fuck out of this golf course so they've kind of they've kind of been celebrities here the past couple months because of it uh we love the heavenly look there's can you see it can you see the art can you see the art behind me yeah, is it pig, clear? Is that what that's supposed to be? I thought it's that was a like a or, I thought it was a cryptid or something. No, it's a little javelina. It's a little javelina so I painted. They're just, they're just little furry pigs. They're little furry pigs, and he's breaking a he's breaking a golf club. I love it. I love it. You freaked our minds by telling us that you just have like little furry pigs that are just like around. <laughs> And then we freaked your minds by telling you that that's like not a thing everywhere. It's like, and, and, and nor is it a thing that people just know about Arizona. I don't. Now think do that's... you see why I want to just accumulate more land here rather than leave? <laughs> I mean, look, the pigs are fine, but also you're, you're but you're also surrounded by Cary Lakes. So like, I mean, that's not cool. I'll I buy like... her house out. Get her the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, although if I was in the middle of the desert and fuck matches, I woke up and she was nibbling on me. I may feel a little bit different about the situation as well. That is a, that is a charming way to be introduced to a little pig and a Cary Lake. <laughs> how about you mike where are you fucking off to um i mean uh just uh, if i had that kind of money like my first thought is obviously las vegas i did enjoy living out there and but like if i wanted to if i wanted to just like live like the life of just someone who's just totally not caring about anything and defeated capitalism San Diego is like always like the dream climate place to go because it's just nice there all the time. I could just hang out, like enjoy just spring eternally, which would be fun. Uh, take up my start my beekeeping career, get into arguments with people about if flow hives are ethical or not. It'd be great, it'd be wonderful. Because I just, I've always wondered about, like, I see these people who are like, yeah, I'm doing beekeeping in this unbelievably cold region of America. And now my bees are hibernating for like four months and I got to help them. And then spring comes around and they crack open their hives and their bees are all dead because the winter killed them. And then the guy's like, oh, fuck. And I'm just like, oh, God, who would do this to themselves to work so hard at this hobby? And then just the environment is just too hostile for your tiny insect friends. That's what, that's what speed running is, right? You see these guys who are trying to break these like video game speed run world records. Like some, some of these categories are like six hours long. So people like four yeah. and a half hours into a run and then fuck up and lose like a bunch of minutes and just be like oh that's it it just gotta reset (laughs) just hit the button right away just get back to it there goes four hours of my life never get that back yep crazy you love love people that are passionate about stuff though as long as it's not like dangerous yeah oh yeah like uh, that's the one thing that always blows my mind about people who are just like i love guns they're so cool and interesting and it's like 
could you please give up your hobby so that children stop dying? And they're like, no, my hobby is so cool. And it's like, you know, if I had a hobby that was tangentially related to murder or just aggressively related to murder, I would, for the good of people, stop enjoying my hobby. I'd just sort of be like, yeah. Don't, this- say, don't say that, Mike. You're going to dissuade all of our true crime fan listeners. Oh, I'm sorry. You're in the QAnon. <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's, that's that's also a much better point than the one i made well done Haley. yeah fuck you buddy you're you're a QAnon researcher if it doesn't if it's not it all of our life is nothing murder. but it's just nothing but sadness yeah. and... of, 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 of of the three of us i'm well, anti get away it. with having slightly clean hands we're anti it we're not prom- we're, we're not he's not, not well, it. It. he's not he's not q posting on the timeline you know it could be q nobody knows who q is it could be mike truth I don't know what you do. That's what Jim Stewartson doesn't know is that Michael Flynn is actually deflecting from me. He had the wrong and, mic. Yes, Just the wrong mm. mic the whole time. Right. Oh God, that was that was the. I, I really didn't have any place to shoehorn this into the show, but it was the absolute funniest thing on Twitter. Because Mike Rothschild posted a thing where he was just like, now that this is public, I can come out and uh, talk about this. But I was an expert witness working on behalf of CNN against Michael Flynn and the Flynn family in their lawsuits for defamation against CNN. And like, I saw that and I just started laughing. And I was like, how is Jay Stu going to like flip this? Because like the whole thing Stewardson's got in his head is that Rothschild's on the Flynn payroll. And then Stewartson was like, CNN, you had a mole in your team. He was working to undermine you. Ah, and it's like, oh, God, you fucking clown. Oh, my God, you dumb clown. Just the saddest boy. Yes, Mike Rothschild was working for Mike Flynn by giving expert testimony against Mike Flynn in a lawsuit. Yes. Perfect logic. Just And we call that 40 chess. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. that guy is uh, really, really something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, Leech from Buffalo asks, uh, seems to be larger, uh, there seems to be a larger amount of Q-pilled posts come, giving out dates in late October, early November. Do you think that the amount of these predictions changes based on the time of year? If so, what might be the cause? Uh, the answer to that, what would you say? Seasonal uh, affective disorder. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the daylight savings I fucked up queuing on. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, the actual thing is that the reason why people are freaking out right now is because uh, we have just passed through uh, the QAnon Holy Weeks. Um, uh, the first Q drop, yes. Uh, I don't know. Well, that's the, the, that's the sign of the cross. You got to make an air cue like Trump. You got to oh, do okay. the little circle and draw the line through it. That's the holy hand gesture of uh No of way. I'm throwing, up the, I'm throwing up the fucking DDP diamond. Yes. Boom. Rockefeller. Boom. Jay-Z <laughs> getting sued the by Diamond Dallas Page. But uh, th- so... Uh, nice. The first Q drop that is in the canon was written in uh, October, uh, October 28th in 2017. And the big payoff that Q was promising was supposed to happen on November 4th. So in that gap of time, you basically had this week or so of Q just writing a ton of shit, doing a ton of world building, talking up all this crap that was going to happen. And so QAnon kind of works themselves into a frenzy every year because this year we hit the six year delta on all those all that all that bullshit. Next year we're gonna hit the seven year delta on all that bullshit. Those sound like constraints of week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so 
And this was, again, when Q actually gave a fuck about producing content and was putting his back into it and doing a lot of work. So there's a lot of drops in November of 2017. So there's a lot of content to mine and to look for to try to hit deltas, to try to hit deadlines and all that kind of stuff. So that's the main reason why you're seeing so much more shit about this is because this is when their their boy started all this crap. and. Basically, like early in the year and through the summer, there's there, my favorite part about Q, uh, Q is that saving the world became very much a part time job later on in the Q drops. Like he would just take two weeks off, come back two weeks later, post a few drops, take another five days off, come back. It was just sort of like, you know, I could help you guys understand how the people that are eating children for their fear infused blood is bad and how we can defeat them and save the world. But, uh, I got to play some pickleball. I got to go to the, I got to go to bowling night. I got a painting class to attend. I got to do other stuff. Q contains multitudes. He has a lot of work to do. So saving the world, he'll get around to it when he can. I mean, so that's, that's basically it. It's really, because this is, this is when Q was interesting because it's really funny because these in these Q-drops, he's like blowing up North Korean uh, nuclear test sites. He's monitoring uh, Barack Obama on spy satellites and ridiculing him and all this stuff. He's Q is incredibly powerful in these early drops. He is literally working on the right hand of Trump, crushing the deep state with an iron fist. And then you smash cut to 2020 and the Q-drops are literally, watch Hannity, Trump's going to be on tonight. It's going to be a great interview. And it's like, don't you have some Ukrainian biolab to blow up? Don't you have some deep state like group in China to dismantle? Nope, not really. Just telling you to watch Hannity. Gonna be a lot of fun. It's just, oh my God. It's so funny how the character's power level just absolutely drains as he runs out of story to tell and forgets that he's supposed to be a super powerful spy. The degree to which you were powerful is easy to forget. Yes. Confidence is key. Yeah. That's the secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, All so, right, moving on. Any, any, any further mailbag questions? Nope, that was it. That brings us to our final question, as always, is what are you guys looking forward to? Ooh, uh, I guess Thanksgiving leftovers, mostly because they've already started rolling in. Had a Friendsgiving. It was nice. Grubbing on some of the leftovers. Uh, today I think it's going to be time for like a regular, like non leftover meal, but then we've got regular tea gives coming up. It's going to be pretty nice. Uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll be recording one last time before the, the, the giving of thanks. So we'll just say that currently I'm excited for leftovers help save money on the old wallet and also taste delicious. Although I did at Friendsgiving, I brought, there's a place nearby that has this delicious imported spicy salami and i showed up with way too much of it i was just like hey let me get two pounds of that salami because i feel like when i only get the one pound it just flies by everyone's loving the salami and it just disappears immediately so let me get two pounds of that and they're like cool that will be that and like some mustard and some olive spread was like 75 dollars and i was just like oh right uh this salami is like imported meat and it's pretty high quality so i was like well i hope these people enjoy the salami and they did and i felt like a big hero it was great (laughs) Uh, everyone loves El Salami. He brings the best salami. Yeah, 
And I, and you know what? I'm happy to feed it to my friends. I'm just like, please eat eat upon my meat. Uh, my, my work gives us a turkey every year for Thanksgiving. So, like, literally, you just see like a random employee. Yeah, his name's Mike's. Oh, his name's Mike. Oh, turkey. <laughs> Get it? Sorry. <laughs> no, like, so you just see an employee walking across the casino floor with a, with a turkey in their arms, like every like half hour, like today and tomorrow is just Turkey Acquisition Day. It's like a very bizarre thing we do. Yeah, that was the day they hired you. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh God! Got him. I I, I I doubt he listens to the show, but that joke was mostly for me and Sarge. Because <laughs> at one point, <laughs> I I got a real good with a quick little zinger where he came in and I was like, "How was your day?" And he was like, "Oh, it was nice. I was taking pictures of turkeys." And I was like, "Oh, so selfies?" And then he just gave me the perfect look. <laughs> uh, oh my God! So anyway, anyway what, are uh, what are you looking forward to? Five folks. Did everybody get? Did everybody cover their bases? Nobody. Anything else to cover? I can't even shake anything. your head dismissively. She, she only. She yearns only for the cold embrace of oblivion. <laughs> no, she, she yearns only for the further warm embrace of Arizona. We found yeah. out that she wants to be some sort of like baroness of the wasteland, which I can mm-hmm. dig. Yeah. She, she wants exactly to be me. the new cartel, Katie. She wants to be. <laughs> she wants to be cartel Haley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, after the bombs drop, you're gonna have like you're gonna have like a big cool throat and like a bunch of people chained up, like like serving you stuff. It's gonna be great. I'm just chilling on the fuck mattress. Yes, Lena's at my ankles. Yeah, I'm a very simple ruler. I just want to chill on this <laughs> grubby mattress. It's a simple like, life. <laughs> I don't, I don't mean to overspan, overstep my boundaries, Queen, but I could simply venture out to one of the mattress factories to get you a fresh mattress. And you're just like, how dare you have this man executed? All I want is my pillow, but that was where the, the they dropped the bombs. So <laughs> that was the first place they needed to hit. Michael and Dildo's too much. Make sure to hit the my pillow facilities. Oh, 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 this, oh this, this, un, this unlocked in my brain. Oh, Haley, uh, did you see the Doja Cat join the Illuminati? <gasps> what do you mean? She had like an Illuminati themed birthday party. <gasps> really. Yeah, her her cake had the uh, the compass and square of the Freemasons on it. It had the all seeing eye. It, Are she, they like, baking she, that? What'd you say? Is she getting baked? Uh, oh, she's getting baked. She's oh, getting baked right. so hard. Oh, oh, don't don't, don't just totes Illuminati now. Your girl made it. <laughs> I love Georgia Cat. Me too. Yeah. She's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that she did that. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yep. You, yeah, your 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 girl's up there now. She's she's working her way up to like uh, Taylor Swift and Beyonce levels of being in the Illuminati. It's mm-hmm. great. I'll, I'll I'll have to send you photos of her cake. It's great. Yeah, it's I want to awesome. see. I want to see yep. it. Uh, I'm you, looking Mike? forward to nothing. Oh. So that's my answer for the week. Leftovers also, but I don't celebrate holidays. So hopefully, just some trickle in. It, it, is that from your Jehovah's Witness upbringing? Yeah, I mean, no, none of the family celebrates. So it's like, what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'll uh, try to send you a text. I'll send you, you. It'll be like you're really there. Okay. Yeah. Send me your smorgasbord. I want to see feasts. Well, Thanksgiving is a really bad one because I also don't have anything going on for Thanksgiving. So that self food would be very sad. So I'll probably. But but if I do anything your for like Christmas or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> or for my Chinese food, yeah. Hey. Whatever you <laughs> but yeah, because you know, I I only I don't have family, so I only celebrate holidays with my friends. Really, like we we go out and do like friend stuff like that. That that dumb that dumb picture I sent you 
of me with the dub sweater on that was for me and a bunch of my like 30 something friends going to sears and doing like family christmas photos together <laughs> i did want to go take some photos with like a santa this year but like dress really like hilarious and put like a balaclava on Oh, I, I was like, <laughs> I, I didn't know what sort of hilarious you were going for for these embarrassing Santa photos. But... Um, just a funny, just a funny photo, you know. <laughs> nice, Mike. What are you looking well, forward I, to? Uh, I am looking forward to uh, swimming. Uh, I am just trying to not be a giant fat boy anymore, and my knees are very bad. So when I tried to like do working out that involved like moving my body around, my knees were like, buddy buddy you this this is a mistake you really need to not be doing this so i was like fuck it like what can i do to not anger my body that involves movement and the answer is uh going to the y and using their swimming pool so uh like a absolute moron who has no concept of the world around him i went to dick's sporting goods uh last week to obtain swimming trunks and and like goggles and earplugs and all that good stuff and then I was like, oh, right, it's fucking November. They don't have that shit on the floor. What is wrong with you, you absolute moron? So I had to order all that stuff off of Amazon, and it has arrived. So uh, I will be, like, renewing my – because basically COVID ended my relationship with the YMCA, shockingly. It was weird. You couldn't go there anymore because people were dying from a virus. So I have to, like, get off my ass and get back to that stuff and uh, just uh, – be in the pool for a little while on the days I have off that I can do that because so, uh, I enjoyed swimming and I want to get back into it because it's, it's good for you and all that fun stuff. Aquatic Mike. Aquatic Mike. Mike the fish. Just what the world needs. Another quitter. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously uh, probably a good idea overall and you do you mate, but yeah. uh, some of us are still, don't, don't worry, fat people. I will, I will continue to be the vanguard for you. I'll be your flag bearer. Still just oh, as fat as I, ever. I, I, I'm, I'm nowhere near defeating obesity. Don't you worry about that. The battle. But you're trying battle... to defeat obesity. You, you haven't yet jumped to the other <laughs> side, but you're like sending the messages across the the perimeter. You're just, like, you're just like, is it true? The, is it true that they say that nothing tastes as good as feeling thin feels? And they're just like, oh yeah. But meanwhile, <laughs> all your friends over on our side are just like, I don't know, man. This food tastes pretty fucking good to me. I like yeah. this cake. Yes. Yeah, I'm fucking over here, dude. Like, have you? Oh man, that does look like a nice cake. It's like, it's like, yeah. Have you ever had food? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> DJ yeah. Metal Leopard is in incredible shape, but he goes to sleep at 5 p.m. It's oh like... yeah, he, you know, the, the, that man's lifestyle is not one I would wish to emulate. It's the greatest. Mark, thing Mark Wahlberg's before. talking about like waking up at like fucking two thirty or three in the morning, like so that he could like eat a little breakfast before he exercises for an hour. And I'm like, fucking no, thank you, Marky Mark. Absolutely <laughs> no. not. Anyway, on yeah. that note, it is time for. Uh, I, I don't even know how we're leaving Hellworld today. I don't know. In a, uh, on one of those rascal scooters, let's all let's all take rascal scooters out of Hellworld for the week. Uh, thank you so much, listeners, for your support with your precious ears. If you'd like to support us uh, even harder for free, you can do so by giving us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast from, etc. If you have money and you want to give it to us, uh, we will take it. Money, please, at patreon.com slash politics. Uh, you can donate as little as $2 per month, but at $5 per month or more, you get access to more than 40 or 50 hours worth of bonus content so much i can't even keep it straight but it's all there waiting for you if you want to give us five dollars or more 
per month. Uh, thank you so much for the support for all of our beautiful babies in the crib. We love all of you. If you have money and you want to do some good with it in the world, there's a ton of ways to do it. Uh, but one that we will continue to suggest is donating to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Thanks as always to a uh, person we've already mentioned a couple of times this episode, DJ Minimal Effort for use of our theme song, even if it has been butchered in a cool way by Mike Rains. Uh, and thank you to Frosty for all of our uh, bumps, uh, voiceover work, etc. when we need that. Uh, Mike hasn't gotten the chance to chop and screw that stuff yet, but I look forward to see uh, what sort of cavalcade of Sonic horrors he will come up with in the future. Uh, if you want to contact people via socials, uh, you're out of luck when it comes to DJ Mental Effort. But Frosty can be found on Twitter at FrostyVO, as far as I know. Uh, technically, I am on Twitter, or, or I'm on uh, Blue Sky, but eh, whatever. Ignore that. Uh, and I believe uh, Haley, for the most part, feels the same way. But if you want to find Haley on social media, you can find her at uh, Arizona Right Watch. Uh, Mike, still a social media whore. Uh, so you can find him on uh, Twitter and Blue Sky at Politics, And, of course, the show itself on Twitter at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. So for another successful episode of the Adventures in Hellworld podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined as always by our expert in all things Arizona Crazy, Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch, and our expert in all things QAnon Crazy, Mr. Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics. Good speed, patriots!